Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. President Rodrigo Roa Duterte said there must be a team that would monitor the activities of government officials and law enforcers who were dismissed due to their involvement in illegal drugs, corruption, and bribery activities, saying he was sure that these people would not cease from doing their illegal deeds. Duterte made statement as he renewed his vow to devote his remaining time in office to go after the corrupt people in the government. In his weekly public address, President Duterte said there should be a team that would monitor the government people who were dismissed from service because of illegal activities since they might resort to doing their nefarious acts even after their dismissal. According to Duterte, government people who are linked to illegal drugs, corruption, bribery, and malversation should be immediately dismissed instead of being suspended. I'll be asking the PDEA to come up with the list of itong lahat ng mga tao in government, lalo na yung law enforcement, na kung sino yung napatanggal. Kasi may suspecha ako, hindi lang suspecha, sigurado ako na gagawa ito ng milagro para to continue with this nefarious activity. So, bantayan ito sila. There must be a team dedicated to what's only disguised who were dismissed from the service. The Philippines would have to wait for coronavirus supplies and comply with the health protocols after the bulk of doses have been secured by only 10 countries. President Duterte declared on his Wednesday night address to the nation. According to the President, these few countries have dispersed 75% of the world's coronavirus supply while the 130 countries have yet to receive their doses. Pending the arrival of the vaccines, the President urged anew the public to observe health protocols, most especially wearing masks to avoid getting infected. Duterte showed his white face mask and remind Filipinos the importance of wearing face masks in saving lives and expense. United Nations Secretary Antonio Guterres recently found unfair that around 10 countries have control over the majority of the vaccine supply. The UN chief lamented that vaccine equity was the biggest moral test before the international community. In the Philippines, the government expects to receive 161 million doses of coronavirus by the end of the year. The supply delivery has been hampered by indemnity and regulatory requirements as well as supply challenges. There are only 10 countries today. In fact, 75% of all vaccination, 75% ng lahat ng bakuna nakuha ng 10 countries, 10 lang. Yung 130, wala. So, maghintay tayo. At sana, hindi naman ako ng ano. I'm not trying to, I said, pontificate here. 
yung in the meantime uh, just better uh, follow government was uh, yung yung mask ito to it it can save you a lot of trouble and expense President Duterte is now seeking the public's opinion as he was unsure if he should push through with the abrogation or renew the country's visiting forces agreement with the United States of America. Duterte made a statement almost two weeks after he asked the U.S. to pay if they want to keep the VFA with the Philippines. In his weekly public address, President Duterte urged the public to give him their thoughts on the issue via the Citizens Complaint Center or the 8888 hotline. On February 12, President Duterte reminded the Americans that the military pact between the two countries is a shared responsibility. Duterte's remarks, however, were described as extortion by critics, including Vice President Lenny Robredo and Senator Panfilo Lacson. Malacanang has denied that President Duterte was extorting from the U.S. and in fact said that the Philippines should even be getting more than the amount it is receiving from the U.S. The National Bureau of Investigation has been tasked to conduct a separate probe into the misencounter on Wednesday night, February 24, between agents of the Philippine Drug Enforcement Agency and Philippine National Police, which resulted in the deaths of at least two policemen. Guevara said the NBI probe is separate and distinct from the probe to be conducted by an ad hoc joint PNP PDA board of inquiry earlier announced by PNP Chief Debold Sinas. The shootout took place in front of a mall in Quezon City Wednesday night, which resulted in the deaths of two policemen and wounding of another police and three PIDEA agents. Following the incident, PNP spokesman Brigadier Idre Brandi Osana announced that a board of inquiry composed of investigators from PNP and PIDEA has been formed to investigate the shooting. On the part of PIDEA, spokesman Derek Carion assured that PIDEA's special enforcement team was in the area for a legitimate operation. Here is a roundup of news in and around Metro Manila. Let's watch this report. Manila Mayor Francisco Escomarano de Magoso said the capital city has always been ready for the implementation of the modified General Community Quarantine or MGCQ, the least restrictive quarantine classification. However, the Manila City government will comply with the President Duterte's directive to stay under GCQ until the country's vaccination plans against COVID-19 has been rolled out. The Manila Mayor stressed that the economy and not only the public health must be addressed by the government as both were impacted by the COVID-19 crisis. He said he trusts the public to look after themselves and observe minimum health standards after living with the COVID-19 for the past 11 months. The local chief executive remains optimistic that the vaccine will arrive in the country in the coming days or weeks. The Navoto City Hall has been placed under lockdown until Sunday, February 28 after 24 of its employees tested positive for the coronavirus disease. Mayor Toby Tianco on Wednesday night issued executive order imposing the implementation of a granular lockdown not only at the City Hall but also in its annexes in Barangay Sipak, Almacen from 8.01pm of February 23 to 11.59 of February 28. Tianco said all City Hall employees underwent swab testing following the discovery of employees who tested positive for the virus. This means that all transactions at the City Hall include the application renewal of business permits and application for plate numbers will be cancelled. 
Pasig City Mayor Vico Soto was hailed by the U.S. Department as one of the international anti-corruption champions, citing his prioritization of transparency and anti-corruption initiatives. The International Anti-Corruption Champions Award of the U.S. State Department aims to recognize individuals who have demonstrated leadership, courage, and impact in preventing, exposing, and combating corruption. He was described by the U.S. State Department as the standard bearer for a new generation of Philippine politicians. Soto was cited for ending the 27 reign of political family in Pasig City in 2019. Now let's take a look at the latest news in other parts of the country and the details. Police have arrested a 45-year-old foreigner who was among those who eluded arrest when anti-narcotics operatives raided the Shabu Laboratory in Pampanga in 2016 and in a follow-up operation in Nueva Ecija. The 45-year-old suspect was identified as Kang Sheng Chen was tracked down in Barangay San Roque in San Isidro Town based on tip-offs and intelligence gathering. Kang Sheng was among those tagged as operators and maintainers of a Shabu Laboratory that was hidden inside a piggery on September 17, 2016. The laboratory was deliberately set up inside the piggery to cover the stench smell of manufacturing shabu. Seven Chinese were arrested during the operation and Kang Sheng was later identified as one of the members operating the laboratory. There is no stopping the rollout of the Cebu Bus Rapid Transit or CBRT system which will be partially operational by the end of this year. The CBRT project is expected to go full blast when it becomes fully operational by January 2023. It will operate along both a dedicated transitway and in mixed traffic segment. The project corridor is about 23 km long from Bulacao to Talamban including South Road properties. Upon completion, the CBRT will be fielding 250 buses with at least 21 stations and it will serve around 60,000 passengers a day. The appeal to close all entry points to Mount Apo following the several violations committed by mountaineers has been put on hold. The Department of Environment and Natural Resources 11 Executive Director Bagani Fidel Evasco, who is also the Chairman of the Protected Area Management Board or PAMB, is pushing for the temporary closure of Mount Apo Natural Park due to the unappealing findings from their recent trail and camp assessment in Davao del Sur entry points. The PAFB, however, adopted the deferment of the agenda for the closure of Mount Apo during its emergency unbanked meeting where 25 of the members, both from Region 11 and 12, voted in favor of the motion to defer while 8 others are not in favor of the decision. The DENR is up for the retooling of the trekking mechanisms and policies at the Mount Apo Natural Park and for setting up of standard facilities such as comfort rooms as well as wayfinding signages and intensifying patrolling activities in the mountain. Here are the updates from around the world. Here is that report. President Joe Biden plans to visit Texas on Friday after a fierce winter storm hammered the southern U.S. state according to the White House. Biden and his wife Jill will visit the city of Houston and meet with local leaders there to discuss relief and recovery efforts, White House spokesman Jen Paskey said. Biden will also visit a COVID-19 vaccination center while in Texas. Millions of Texans lost power and suffered water shortages after the state was gripped by a spell of unusually cold weather last week. Biden issued a major disaster declaration for much of the state on Saturday, providing badly needed financial and administrative aid. 
Queen Elizabeth II's 99-year-old husband, Prince Philip, will spend more time in London Hospital where he is being treated for an unspecified condition, according to Buckingham Palace. According to the statement, the Duke of Edinburgh remains at King Edward VII Hospital where he remains or receiving medical attention for an infection. He is comfortable in responding to treatment but is not expected to leave the hospital for several days. Philip, who has been married to Queen for 73 years, was admitted to the private London Hospital a week ago as a precautionary measure after he felt unwell, according to the palace. Palace sources have said this admission was not coronavirus-related. Both he and the Queen received first doses of COVID-19 vaccine in January. A man in China scaled a utility pole to do a sit-ups off the top of it. Standing on lookers and causing a power cut, the thousands of homes media said Tuesday. The unmanned man was taken away by the police following his antics on Sunday evening on the outskirts of its southwestern city of Chengdu, according to People's Daily Report. It published a video of the Twitter-like Weibo showing the man suspended about 10 meters high in the air as he did a stomach crunch on the top of the pylon. Emergency services including medical personnel rushed to the scene. According to paper Shanghai, it was not clear why the man decided to do sit-ups off the pole but state media warned against anyone copying him. Local police were unable for comment on the incident. And the latest in showbiz, let's watch this. A New York student has become the latest person to accuse acclaimed American designer Alexander Wang of sexual assault. Keaton Bullen, a fashion student at the New York's Parsons School of Design, said that Wang assaulted him in a nightclub in August 2019. Lawyer Lisa Bloom, who represents 11 men who claim to be victims of the 37-year-old Wang, said the men had not pursued charges or civil claims yet but added that they are not ruling it out. In a statement earlier this year, Wang described the allegations as lies, saying that he had never engaged in the atrocious behavior described and would never conduct himself in the manner that's been alleged. The latest from Manila Bulletin Sports section, let's watch this. Aljun Salonga, one of the top performers of the Philippine water polo team during the 2019 Southeast Asian Games, suffered a dislocated right elbow after he figured in a motorcycle accident on Tuesday. Salonga was alone when the accident happened in Las Piñas City and he was immediately brought to the hospital for treatment. He had surgery to repair his elbow last Wednesday. Salonga played an important role for the water polo national team, which won a silver medal during the 2019 SEA Games, the first podium finish for the country in 10 years. Charlie D, the CEO of Virtual Playground, where Salonga is a talent, said that the water polo star is recovering well after the surgery. And those are the news on web today, February 25, 2021. And as we observe the 36th anniversary of the EDSA People Power Revolution today, let us continue to uphold the democracy in our country and the heroism of each and every Filipino around the world. Mabuhay. For more news and information, get your copy of Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or log on to www.mb.com.ph. You may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link of this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.